This week in the parish of bourses and market structure, ADX joins the ICE network, Calcutta reborn, LME raises prices, and excellence at MOEX, amongst other results. That's all happening as PLY lands in Almaty, Kazakhstan to celebrate the 30th anniversary of KASE, KAS, the Kazakhstan Stock Exchange. My name is Patrick L. Young. Welcome to the Bourse Business Weekly Digest. It's the Exchange Invest Weekly Podcast, episode 220. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very brief reduction of highlights amongst the key headlines from the week in market structure. All the analysis of the many events and happenings from the past seven days can be found in Exchange Invest's daily subscriber newsletter, the unique guide to the business of bourses, sent daily to your inbox. More details at exchangeinvest.com. Over in Bit Carnage, is it Tom to the rescue, ladies and gentlemen? It transpires Tom Farley is bullish. The former New York Stock Exchange president is in talks to reboot the FTX exchange, according to the Wall Street Journal. That's both a new corporate style for the NYSE president, but also his opinion of the prospects for FTX. It seems bullish, I mean. A year ago last week, FTX had suspended the onboarding of new clients as well as withdrawals until further notice. BitCarnage did not exist then, but if you were reading our parent publication, Exchange Invest, you would have been aware that FTX had been perceptibly in less than rude health for some time, and indeed was in a death spiral sometime before the inevitable suspension of new accounts. If you enjoyed this excerpt, you may be interested to know that you can read BitCarnage every day in Exchange Invest. Alternatively, if you want to follow BitCarnage, the daily update on happenings in the world of crypto and digital assets, you can find BitCarnage as a standalone on Substack. In the mainstream exchange news of the week, leading our stories, the London Metals Exchange is going to be hiking fees by 13% in January due to UK inflation. Abu Dhabi Securities Exchange, they're leveraging the ICE Global Network to offer direct market access to their global investors. And the Miami Exchanges Group, they've inked a lease in the trendy Wynwood Arts District. That's going to be a move away from their more downtown headquarters. Presumably, the extra space is for the new floor to be launched at the end of next year. Over in Ireland, the Dublin Bourse, Euronext, is seeking stamp duty relief for the market aimed at dual Irish US listings. Seems to be a case of bolted horse cart repo. If you want to arrange those in a well-known phrase or sentence, Euronex bought you, uh, that's the Irish Stock Exchange, for the bonds and mega-listing franchise. Ireland's economy? Well, unfortunately, the governing class did little or nothing in Ireland to help when they could with the independent Irish Stock Exchange. Meanwhile, we have a new Lord Mayor of London. Lord Mayor of London, Michael Manelli, is number 695 in the pantheon of the greats who lead the Corporation of London. For a second time in a fortnight, thanks to an interview with Bloomberg and the new Lord Mayor, I heard a concept of space debris markets being mentioned by unrelated parties. Both of them are genius thinkers mentioning it, by the way. It's a fascinating time for the City of London and Michael Manelli is ideal for the job. Indeed, 
I should offer here some full disclosure. He's a friend of PLY, but his ability to execute is considerable, and hence I'm super optimistic about his year in office. Note that last Saturday's Exchange Invest weekend edition, which you can still read free online via exchangeinvest.com, was devoted to the City of London to commemorate Michael's inauguration as Lord Mayor 695. And meanwhile, PLY and Mrs. PLY delighted in being able to attend both the Lord Mayor's show as VIP guests as well as the wonderment of the Lord Mayor's banquet inaugurating the new Lord Mayor in office. Less healthy news for the London Stock Exchange Group. They had a bit of an embarrassing outlet fallover indeed when the system for their FX trading fell over during the course of last week. Back at the LME, they've got new rules requiring warehouses to report off-warrant LME-branded stocks. And finally, great news, we have not so much a new market as a market reborn. The Calcutta Stock Exchange hopes to resume market operations during the course of March or April of next year. In results, it was an absolutely frantic week for results in the parish. All the details were in Exchange Invest Daily, the newsletter no person can afford to be without in capital markets and market structure. For the sake of this podcast, we'll look at a couple of edited highlights. Your next great bottom line net income up 119%, marking for, well, quite a spectacular time. Of course, there were a few bits of revisions and other corporate transactions, so adjusted net income was only about 13.2% up, but nonetheless, double-digit growth. We'll take that very happily. BSE, on the other hand, the Bombay Stock Exchange, their Q2 results were spectacular as well. Revenue up 59%, which is a very healthy number. Unfortunately, the same cannot be said of the MC. X, of course, the MCX, which shot themselves in the foot and the head simultaneously with their completely catastrophic upgrade of technology, which now appears to have been finally completed to the TCS platform, late and vastly over budget. Well, strangely enough, their EBITDA down 131%. Shameful. One highlight of the week as well, despite sanctions, despite Vlad the Mad invading Ukraine et al. Nonetheless, the Moscow Exchange have done significantly well. Their net profit up 64%. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly. We welcome your feedback. You can contact me directly, patrick at derivativesvision.com with any comments. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, we would welcome you giving us a thumbs up. Or if you have time, a positive review will always be welcome wherever you find this podcast. In new markets this week, a lot of excitement dawning over the new Ethiopian stock exchange, which is coming soon. Zimbabwe's Victoria Falls dollar bourse, they're planning a commodity and electricity exchange. And JSE Ventures, an arm of the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, they've launched South Africa's first carbon market amidst high hopes. Indonesia will launch a central counterparty clearinghouse in 2024. That's the ultimate highlight from the week in new markets. Over in deals, not so much wild excitement. Intercontinental Exchange, they've commenced some private offerings and consent solicitation for Black Knight InfoServe's outstanding 3.65% senior notes in a buyback. At the same time, the Nigerian commodities market, Afex, is aiming to raise $50 million. And it's not so much deal news as just news about, well, general all-round catastrophically bad management. The MCX, the multi-commodities exchange, they say they're going to get a major cost saving from the TCS deal, with the annual fee being significantly less than was being paid to the legacy provider, FTIL. 
Of course, that's come after a horribly painful period of time when they've managed to spend multiple tens of millions on retaining FTIL after telling them their contract was dead in the water. But of course, TCS couldn't deliver on time. If you're trying to make sense of what's going on in the world of technology, financial markets, and the epicentre of those new fangled things such as a blockchain cryptocurrency at all, you might want to pick up a copy of my most recent book, Victory or Death, which is published by DV Books and distributed by Ingram Worldwide. While you're waiting for your copy of Victory or Death to arrive, check out our live stream Tuesdays at 6 o'clock London time, 1 o'clock New York time, the IPO video live show. You can catch the back episodes on LinkedIn and YouTube via IPO-vid. Meanwhile, in our Finance Book of the Week, we picked a brace of books this week in line with our special weekend edition, which you can subscribe to for free, being devoted last weekend to no less than the City of London itself in the Day of the Lord Mayor show for Lord Mayor 695, Michael Minnelli. David Kennison, City of London, A History, and at the same time, The City of London, Secrets of the Square Mile by Paul Jagger are well worth reading. David Kennison brings the square mile to life, taking us from the railway boom of the 1830s to the Golden Age, when the legendary gold standard reigned supreme. Meanwhile, Paul Jagger's City of London, Secrets of the Square Mile is a guidebook exploring the square mile of London, revealing the secrets hidden in its rich treasure trove of history on every street corner, every square, and indeed every back alleyway. Don't forget, if you want all the news on the Boris business sent daily to your inbox, subscribe to Exchange Invest via exchangeinvest.com. It's only $349 per annum to join the exchange of information. If you'd like a free read, then sign up for our Exchange Invest Weekend Edition, where you can also learn firsthand what is our new book of the week. Product news this week, Comdac Metals. They've launched four physical lithium trading platforms. Those are for lithium carbonate and lithium hydroxide covering recognised delivery locations all across their successful online platform. India's NCDEX, they're launching Sun Oil Futures amid volatile prices. The Egyptian exchange is going to launch a Sharia-compliant index, which will be a new era for the Egyptian financial market. And the Zagreb Bourse, they've made some extraordinary revisions of their indices, which is very good news for the simple reason that the revision has been triggered by a significant recent share capital increase by the enormous Zagreb-based shipping company Atlantis. Technology news this week. There's a management buyout at CQG. Founder Tim Mather is presumably retiring, having founded the company in 1980 and now selling out. A very interesting new chapter begins for CQG, which got its first break by being the best system for Steidelmeyer's market profile trading during the 1980s. At the same time, there's considerable concern over at the LSEG. Not only did their FX systems fall over last week, as I mentioned earlier, but also FTSE Russell suffered a 40-minute outage Friday week ago, uh, the second technical failure to strike the LSEG in less than a month, disrupting trades in the UK, Italy and South Africa. Career paths this week, Sibos not in Typhonbrunn. He's taken on an Extended role. He's now going to be president of North American and European equities. Congratulations to Natan on this very significant elevation. At the same time, the LME Group, they've appointed a new chief technological officer. Alistair Baldwin will join the group on January 15th, 2024, succeeding Mario Quanils, who has decided to relocate back to Germany. 
If you're looking for a job, finally this week in Career Paths, as a Chief Financial Officer, why not consider the gig at Market Access? Their CFO, Christopher Girosa, is going to be leaving in early 2024, and they're now looking for a new Chief Financial Officer. I mentioned earlier at the top of the programme all about the City of London, and indeed, ladies and gentlemen, think about this from a big world perspective. While the office of the Lord Mayor dates back to 1189 AD, it was only formally recognised some years later in 1215 AD when the enfeebled King John enabled some autonomy to the already cosmopolitan commercial hub of London, permitting it to choose a mayor annually rather than the traditional sheriff appointed by the monarch. Thus, months before the Magna Carta, a great tradition was enshrined which remains to this day. That was the Lord Mayor's show, which was originally a path where the proclamation of the king requested that the newly elected mayor must leave the safety of the city, travel upriver to Westminster and swear loyalty to the monarch. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, we have to this day the Lord Mayor's show, which has been featured in Shakespeare, the Diaries of Pepys, and even in Fleming's James Bond books. It was my honour to be a guest amongst the many VIPs for the latest Lord Mayor, Michael Manelli, Lord Mayor 695. And it has to be said, ladies and gentlemen, if you believe the City of London's in decline, then you should attend some of these great events of state, such as the Lord Mayor's show, because it will prove the fact that, well, look at the logistics one piece of logistics alone, for I retain considerable confidence in a financial centre which is sufficiently coherent as to manage the Lord Mayor's state coach, first used in 1757 for this massive event. Yes, indeed, that coach has been running for 266 years years, just one of many facets of the incredibly multifaceted history and dynamic offering of the London Financial Centre. And on that mysterious and magnificent note, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Patrick L. Young, signing off from the unique vantage point of my hotel room, the Ritz-Carlton, overlooking the incredible mountains that surround Almaty in Kazakhstan. I wish you all a great week in life and markets. <laughs> This show relates to the business of bourses. It is not to be construed as investment advice, nor are we making any investment recommendations. Please consult an investment advisor before you make any investments, and for goodness sake, do your due diligence and do not make investments without complying with the regulations in your home state. Exchange Invest cannot be held responsible for any investment decisions made as a result of our program, which is for entertainment purposes only. The material herein is copyright Patrick L. Young at the date of publication, while our music and sound effects are sourced from copyright-free sources. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly, the exchange of information.